Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. What a cheer. Yes. Tommy. Tommy Gunn. Here he is. FA Cup day today. Oh, yeah, isn't it? It's funny because we've, we've done the FA Cup final special. And <laughs> That's what I mean. And then after the FA Cup final, we've got the FA Cup quarterfinals. Weird. Weird world we live in. Yeah, it is. It is. We'll have to do uh, like a Mark II of the FA Cup or something. We'll have to bring in a, a massive celebrity that we can always pull in. We can... No, we can't ever bring in a massive celebrity, can we? Gemma Collins. Gemma Collins, bring her in. Get bring her in. in. How have you been? What's been going on in the world of Thomas? Uh, just the same, really. I'm a little bit more busy at work now. He's slowly getting back in it and uh, obviously coaching still. I'll tell you what, I uh, Thursday, lucky the session, my session anyway, got called off because I was short on keepers and I've never been so pleased to have a session called off because it was so, so hot. Yeah, yeah, we um, we had a session um, and literally we hardly done anything. We'd done like some passing and that was literally it. And uh, yeah, I was pretty glad to say that I had a few bottles of water and one went over me <laughs> like halfway through a session. It, it was that hot. It was ridiculous. Yeah, pretty um, pretty good. Pretty good weather to be had. And then obviously the weekend comes by and it's raining. Yep, perfect. What a shock. Beautiful. So um, today's uh, today today's criteria, we've got um, we've got the African eleven in the Premier League um, with a, with a special guest today. I think we said <laughs> we're going to have to start again, Tom. Why? <laughs> we're going to have to start again. Uh, would you want to say hello, the special guest? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep this. Keep it. Um, <laughs> you, keep it what, going. <laughs> what do you think about the African 11s, Florence? Don't know about them. Don't know about them? Yeah. Quality players. Quality players in the Premier League. <laughs> no. All right, then. Go and play with your dollies. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. She was listening to Maui. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, keep that in. We're not starting. <laughs> so that's how um, that's how normal we are. We're not like these celebrities, you know. The Peter Crouch podcast, Thomas. It's you know we're we're real men who enjoy their football, um, and obviously our families and uh, and bad drinking habits. I suppose. <laughs> Just talking about yourself. Yeah, I'm normal, right? I keep telling myself that I don't need help. I don't need help. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, well, like I said, I didn't want to start start again today because we had about a minute and a half of quality weather chat, so I don't want to let all that go to waste. Um... <laughs> I, I do love a bit of weather chat. Do you know what? Like, that's thing. When, you, when you don't know someone too well, you just talk about the weather, don't you? <laughs> Hot day today, mate. Yeah, hot day. Whew, it's a nice one. It's okay. No wonder we're losing listeners. That's <laughs> no wonder we're losing these listeners. Um, this might boost us back up. The people want weather chat. Please tweet us if you uh, enjoyed the weather chat today. Um, I'm sure you haven't. 
I'm sure you haven't. So yeah, what we, we African eleven? Um, cool. Well, I wish I'd done a little bit more uh, research in this, Tom. I, I think we were both quite last minute on this, and going through, I was like, God, there were some names to be had there, isn't there? Yeah, there was. I mean, it's it's weird. I mean, this is officially the start of series two, but we've been a bit raggy ass rovers with it because the original uh, the original one we had lined up. Um, now football's back. Our original guest, he's busy Saturdays. He's pretty much always at the football club he's at. We might get him on at some point. I, d- I don't know. Um, don't worry, he's not a big name. But um, yeah, so we, we decided to move to the one that was supposed to be next week. Uh, obviously, the African eleven. And literally half hour before we've come on, so we're recording at one o'clock now. At half twelve, I thought, right, I better actually get this team together. I've done a quick bit of research. And um, like like you said, there, there's some proper players in there. So I don't know, it might be a bit sketchy. There's probably ones that we have missed out because only I've done it in about 15 minutes, if that. So we'll, we'll go through it. But I mean, at least there's, well, I say at least there's three of us. Uh, so we might not miss any, but... I mean, with, with the with the guest that we got on, certainly not a special guest. I mean, I, I don't think he'll be turning any stones over to find the right players. I mean, I'm just waiting for him to come out with some ridiculous name who, who never really played in the Premier League. I, I'm expecting something like, yeah, Sammy Eto, Sammy Eto's in. Yeah, but he weren't very good in the Premier League. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. Um, Roque Santa Cruz, brilliant. No, no mate, not African. Paraguay, that's stuck in Africa. Yeah. So, so he phoned me yesterday. So this is the back, guys. South Africa's African, isn't it? <laughs> uh, what what do, you, what do you think? What do you think? Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. Yes. South Africa, mate. <laughs> South Africa. South Africa. So that's the quality we have on today. Um, I'm going to invite him now. So uh, please bear with me. See, I, I'm just, I, I'm really, I'm dreading that he's gonna, he's gonna pull up a Caribbean player, isn't he? And we're gonna get like five thousand complaints. We're gonna get more complaints than listeners if he does that. <laughs> Dwight York was a player. No, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the wrong place. <laughs> um, it's gonna happen. So yeah, I've, I've, I've sent the request over. Excited to to have him on. Um, we haven't given him any prep for this as well, which is even better because we want it to be so ad hoc. It'll be uh, it'll be hard for him to wriggle out of anything. Um, so we're going to obviously ask him, you know, name, footballing background, and let's just have a laugh today, Tom. I think. Yeah, it should be a laugh. Um, I mean, hopefully, somebody. Uh... Some of the common lads, all you common lads out there, hopefully you start listening again, cold and common boys, because uh, he's one Not of common, our own. commoners. <laughs> yeah, the commoners. He's one of our own, isn't he? He is. Uh, people love him. People absolutely love him. They everything uh, about him. Good lad. He's a great lad. Um, my assistant uh, last year and the year before he come into football. Um, and here he is, just in that moment. Um, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah. Are we... Hello. How are we all? We're good. We're good. Um, our special guest today is uh, none other than former common assistant manager Matt Gover. Welcome. A big name. 
Good afternoon. It's got to be bigger than Richie Quesworth. Yeah, you're up there. Got to be up there. It's a huge game to have today, especially because Matt knows a lot about African players. It's his speciality, isn't it? If you're going to say to me, <laughs> if you're going to say to me down the pub, who are you going to get on for African players? I'll be like, Matt Gover. It's no brainer. <laughs> it's funny. You just you just associate African players with Matt Gover, don't you? You know, you know, you used to have them um, like the conversations down the pub, and people are just talking about football. If Matt's sat in the pub and he is from the other side of the pub, so, someone mentioned. African footballers. Matt is right I'm over there. there, isn't he? He's there in less than a second. African footballers. I'll tell you all about African footballers. Oh, mate. It's taken me at least eight hours to, to look up one name, let alone. <laughs> so, before you come on, Matt, we were saying that it's taken us about 15 minutes to do our teams. And I'll tell you what, because I thought it was going to be very, very straightforward. And then I started getting into it. Like, I, oh, my God. I, I don't know. I don't know if somebody plays in that position or... I know too many that play in that position. And it's, I've got an extensive list there. Um, some obviously will we'll counteract. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, if someone's talking about Tahir Kalaj, who used to play for Saints, Matty's on it, knows his background, knows everything about him. So, yeah, we're looking forward to this one today. Yeah, so, I mean, we have to actually, for the people who don't know, talk, I mean, here goes. So, you've known Matty for a long, long time, and then we'll let Matty talk about Obviously, we like to talk about what we've done in football. Matty, I don't know if, if you've actually really done anything, but, I mean, we'll, we'll give you the opportunity. Yeah? So, mate, what I've done in football would take about two minutes, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's perfect. So, go on, Higo. How, how do you know Matty and well, that sort of stuff? Actually, we've, we've known each other since we were pups. Um, friends of the family, my dad, best mates of his old man. Um, sort of growing up that way sort of parted at school and football brought us back together. Um, Hilton Bree, Matty, maybe. That's right, mate. I was going to say, listen, after your podcast from last week, the, uh, the football background's very similar. Yeah, so we were um, at Hilton Bree. Then Matty was part of the famous side that got booted out of the league um, at Hunt's Farm. And then sort of brought back together into the, the realms of management. Um Great help, mate. He's a great guy to have around. He, yeah, he's um, he's definitely, definitely someone the lads look up to and, and and sort of respect a bit as well. So, life and soul of the party. I mean, my favourite thing about Matty, he's a uh, his sort of best attribute as an assistant manager is so you'd be on on the training pitch. Everyone's like working their ass off. You'll be coaching all the lads running running round, and Matty will just be strolling around telling lads to fuck off one at a time. <laughs> Oh, mate, when I'm keep... kids listen to this program, mate, the language has already started, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, feel free to do your normal thing. No, there's no need for it, mate. Sorry, mate, I, I didn't know you get offended that easily. I'm very emotional about things like that. <laughs> We've heard it here first, Tom. We didn't yeah, know. Didn't know that. So, Matt, you're two minutes. Well, a bit like yourself, Mark, you uh I started out playing for Hilton Breed, must have been, I don't know, under 11, so a fair few years ago. As a right winger, if you believe it. Don't believe that. If you saw me now, you'd think, I can barely walk, let alone <laughs> run. So, <laughs> how, how that ever started, I, I, I've no idea. Um, and then, yeah, played for Hilton Breed till about under 16s. Uh, for one reason or another, I went to join Wyvern when uh, when Mark was playing at Hilton Breed. And then, uh, That's yeah, the reason. We, um, 
we met again playing for Romsey, which, as Mark's already um, said, that, was that side there, mate. That, that side there, I know that was brilliant, wasn't it? I mean, well, of course it was, mate. Me and you were at the back. <laughs> We weren't leaking a lot of goals because they couldn't get past us. No, big lad. Um, but the strike force was immense, mate. If you look at what they've done since they left there, you, most Wessex sides now, even higher, would probably look at them three and been like, wow, how did we ever get them, you know? I don't even think we played a three. I think it was like we played four at the back and then we, the rest of them just played up top. I don't think there was even a midfielder. I think yeah. you're right, but it was four at the back and then uh, everyone just attacked. The rest was the bit, but yeah. And the keeper, I can't even remember who he was. No, I'm pretty sure he went to America after that and done some sort of scholarship programme over there. But I might be lying. I might be giving him a bit more than what he should be. But, yeah, I don't, know, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> can't remember. Tell me honestly, mate. I think we used to call him Pizza or something, but I still have no idea why we called him that. I can't even remember who he is, mate. All I can remember, <laughs> I can remember Nobby. Yeah, Nobby, the biggest Big penis in the field. South. <laughs> Honestly, have you been up north to check, man? Mate, honestly, yeah, honestly, right? You used to walk into the shower to have a shower, all lads having a bit of fun, and then nobody would walk in, everyone just walk out, because he's peace, you're like a sidget, like an iron. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hang on, I love how you, how you sort of clarified that, he, he walked in the shower to have a shower, I mean, I don't know, unless he's in Auschwitz or something, I don't know what else you'll be doing in the shower. Tom, if I had his peace, I wouldn't even bother going in the shower, I'd just be like, here yeah, lads, look at that. <laughs> fucking look at the size of this thing. Oh, mate. Fucking <laughs> like outside aerial. <laughs> what, a dish? A satellite dish? Yeah, it's fucking humongous, mate. A satellite, just a big round thing. <laughs> what was about those balls are fucking round. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking symmetrical. Do you remember that, mate? Cause mate I, remember... I, I thought this was a football show. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Well, this is why it's the number one podcast on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag penis chat. <laughs> yeah, I might put that in there later. Uh, anyway, let's not get into them stories again. We, we had them last week, didn't we? We did. <laughs> right. Africans, Matty's speciality. Looking forward. Oh, oh mate, sorry, I, I've cut you short there. Sorry. So, um... To be fair, that is about it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you, you've dragged me back into the to the world of management, to be honest. Yeah, I did. Kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming. And we met the lovely Tom. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> that moment, that blossoming moment when we met Tom. <laughs> what a day that was. What a day. It was fucking uh, freezing. I know that. When Higo sold me the dream. <laughs> oh, mate, doesn't he sell everyone the dream? <laughs> when yeah. hell froze over. Look where it gets us. Uh, yeah, onto a shit yeah. podcast. Right. A Saturday afternoon wasting my time on a podcast with you two. <laughs> yeah. I bet your missus is glad to have you away, actually, mate. I think she's upstairs, mate. There is something. I, lo- probably, I love how you probably hear her in a minute. Um, <laughs> Why is it going to vibrate, is it, mate? <laughs> Cut through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Has to plug it into the mains. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Sorry. Uh, now, just Matty saying wasting his time on a podcast where he spent the last few months like, please listen to it, mate, every week. <laughs> please, can I come on? My chance was gone, mate. The minute you got those three big names on, I thought, oh my god, where's it going next? <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is a uh, series two. This is the series of the people. So here you are, rock bottom. Thank you for having me. We've hit rock bottom. 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can I get better from here? <laughs> yeah. Right, so let's... We've had 50 minutes of weather chat and, and penis chat. So let's... <laughs> and my daughter coming in. Uh, <laughs> right. So let's go straight on to probably the worst position of the African eleven. we can do it. And that is managers. No, goalkeepers. Uh, goalkeepers, there's only one for me. Because um, when... when... Like I said, I always try and think uh, off the top of my head to start with without doing any research. And the only sort of like African keeper I could think of of recent times was, um, do you remember Richard Kingston? He was he was in that Blackpool side and he only ever played because uh, Matt Gilks was injured. And he, he just, he weren't good. Don't get me wrong. He wasn't a good keeper. And he was sort of known from the, uh, I'm pretty sure he went to the 2010 uh, World Cup. But um he was tiny for a goalkeeper, and like I said, nothing special. But when I did do my research, there's only one keeper, and again, before my time. But for me, it's Bruce Grobler. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because the first person that comes into my head was that that Wolves keeper, Carly Kaimi. Kaimi, is it? Yeah, I, I think he 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 was ill or something. But yeah, that Richard Kingston as well. He. I think he was in like Birmingham. They all do them little rounds in there, didn't they? And and then he, he shot off to Blackpool when they were successful in the Premier League, I suppose. Well, for yeah, for I mean, they took it down to the last day. They nearly stayed up, but for what a small club Blackpool was at that time. I mean, there was only League One, League Two a few years before. They they had a good go of it and had some good players in there. But yeah, he he wouldn't have played if Gilks weren't injured. You mentioned Carla Kaimi. Um, I mean. So he was a Nigerian international, but I doubt he'd ever been to Nigeria before he got a call up. No, I think though, Tom, just hitting on what you said when Mark called me yesterday, and it was about who, you know, an African eleven. It was the players you remember, as opposed to doing a lot of research. It was like, who do I remember who played well in that position? And maybe a bit before your time, but yeah, the only one for me was Bruce Grobler. Yeah, I mean, the other, the other names you've mentioned. You know, sitting here now, I'm thinking, yeah, I can remember them, but none of them stand out. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? I mean, Grobbler's no. form was before as well, and that, that's the hard thing about this is because the Grobbler in the Premier League is it was not as. I mean, you see him as Saints and that, didn't you? As well, so it was all tarnished with fashion of this corruption charge, and people don't actually see how good a keeper Grobbler was. No, he wasn't. It wasn't his prime when he was the Premier League. He was. Like you say, it's all, all the corruption really was made in what his name was in, in that time. I think he went on to be like Zimbabwe manager, um, a manager of the, the national side, and they become something after that, don't they? Like, uh, I don't know, like a community football person or something out there. But um, yeah, Grobler is the only one I think we can cement into that, that GK place. Yeah, so he's in there. Uh, so, I mean, if we move swiftly on, if. Uh... We look at right backs or left backs first because I've only got one private position. Oh, here we go. Um, I'm gonna go left back to start, actually, boys. Um, yeah. and I struggled with left back. Oh, oh, the only person I've got, the only name I've got down is Babiero. Um, I have got a few more. There's one in there, with Tom will love and probably one Tom will hate, but whether you put them in a side or not, I'm not too sure. But it is the only cut of left backs I could find. Go on, then. Yeah, Babiero for yourself was, was right. I've got Armand Traore. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't have him in your side, but... It's an Arsenal left-back, Tom. I can't believe you just said no. 
Yeah, but I mean, Traore weren't any good, really. He wouldn't have him in his side, to be fair. Um, and then you've got um, Ekota for Spurs. Yeah, Benoit Suakoto. Um, that's it's a I... hard one, that, isn't it? I mean, looking at his stats this morning, I, I've, he played over 200 games in the Premier League. So, I don't remember him. I had to, when I had to do some research on it, but to play 200 games in the Premier League, you must have had a little bit about him, you know. I remember him, and I remember him being a bit busy, but I was quite shocked. I think Spurs sold him to QPR. Um, but it just shows how, because I think they had Danny Rose on the borderline at that time. I think it was between yeah. them two at the stage. And then, yeah, and I was, I was surprised that Cotto went to QPR. I'm pretty sure it was QPR, something like that. Yeah, I think it is. I think a couple of them went went to QPR when they was, were... When Redknapp went there, didn't he? That's right, yeah. So... Yeah, Okoto, he he was a good player. He was up there for a few seasons, like you said. Rose was sort of on on the outside, but I think with Okoto, apparently he was he was a bit of a troublemaker, and he was another one of those players who he wasn't too bothered um, about football. I know we've talked about it before with um, who, who was it, Sylvain Distin. Distin, like, yeah. To to him, it was just a job, and he he said that before. I don't think he was too interested in who they was playing but he, he's one of them players who could turn up and do a job and there was a few seasons where he, he was very very um, but yeah I think he's another one it sort of got tarnished a bit at the end um, just because of his attitude so try to get out of him out of the club but yeah it's a good shout with, um, with him but I think Babiero made that position his own at Chelsea and I think for left as left backs go it's, it's probably the best of a bunch isn't he uh, yeah to be fair I, I mean what what uh, international team did Babiaro play for then? Was he Cameroon? Nigerian, wasn't he? Yeah, Nigerian. Babiaro, yeah. I mean, again, he was. Uh, we've spoken about it before, but he was in that team just before the money, so he, he just missed out. Um, but yeah, now you mention him, um, I, I'm happy to go with him at left back. Yeah, like I said, he made that place his own. He was good. He was athletic, um, up and down, and I think I think he got binned off for Wayne Bridge in the end, didn't he? Or must have been. Actually, it wouldn't have been Cole, would it? I think Cole... No, I think Wayne Bridge was the, um, the first, one, the first one when the money came in. And then he went. Then Bridge went to City, didn't he? And then... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah, Babiero in. Okay. Now, so, so right, we're going, we're going right back or are we going to go centre-backs? I don't mind. I'm easy. Should we go right-backs? Because I think centre-backs... Only one for Well, I know what you're going to say, but... There's, I think there's another one, but then, yeah. so, so you. I've got, I've got three names, but like Tom says, there is there is only one that that stands out. But there is a couple of other names that might, you know, if you're doing an African eleven, might just be there or thereabouts. Okay, so what are we saying? So we're going to say the number one pick there is going to be Silla and Montari, yeah. <laughs> got Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy, I put in the centre mid. Yeah, same. Well, I put him in at right back. He, he did, mate. Though, to be fair, he's another one of them players that played multiple positions, and right back was another one for Jeremy. But I think because I mean, there was only there was only the one the one name that really stands out. I'm there. You're looking to try and find other names that would that, that would challenge him if you need him to, and I think that's why I went with him there because the abundance of midfielders that you got. Hold on, hold on. You went with Jeremy at right back. No, I'll just put him in there as an extra name. I didn't go. With oh, I was going to say. I was going to say. So well, you have to see my selection choices. It would probably make sense sometimes. <laughs> right. So I've 
So, Tom, I know what you're going to say. You've probably just got one name down, haven't you? Yeah, that's it. But, I mean, mention your others first. And then yeah, we'll so Victor Moses, I put down him right back, even though... But he's still going in that, isn't he? He's, he's not... He's not <laughs> it's not the levels of these other people. But he was at Liverpool and Chelsea. He was... He was a good, a good player and he still is, really. West Ham, isn't he? But he plays a bit more attacking. No, he's not He's not West Ham anymore. I think he got loaned out there for a bit, but I, I'm yeah. pretty sure. He, he plays for like Fenerbahce or someone now, I think. Oh, but... mate. I oh, didn't yeah, even know. Is, is he on loan at Fenerbahce? Yeah, I mean... Is it, From yeah, You keep on loaning him out. But, um, I mean, I saw him more as a, a sort of uh, a wing-back or an actual wing-on. Sometimes we've even seen him play sort of attacking down the centre. So he's another one of those players who could play in I think, yeah. multiple positions. But I, I just don't. No, uh, he, it's it's obvious who the main name's going to be, but he he doesn't he doesn't match up to him in any department, in my opinion. So this is the debate because Matt's an Arsenal fan as well. So we've obviously got down Lauren as the main kiddie. I've got but, one more name for you, Abue. Well, I've got Rigobert Song. Oh, mate, he was at West Ham and done like a year and a half, didn't he? Rigby Song was always that play. And he, was, he would have been brilliant if he'd have come a bit earlier. Yeah, I think you're right. I just, oh. like you say, it's just, it's one of those positions. He was at West Ham like, Liverpool, so. Yeah, West Ham. Did he go to, I think he spent a little bit of time at Liverpool. But he's just one of them players that would challenge the run for right back. Don't get me wrong, he's, he's no exception. But I think the fullback position is just one of them hard positions for an African team. They don't have a lot of world-class fullbacks. So before before we talk about obviously Laurent, was Song Song was Senegalese, wasn't he? No, I don't think Song was Senegalese. I think I thought he was Nigerian as well. Rigobert Song. We we should have done more uh, more research. research. I, I remember so that two thousand and two. Remember the Senegal team? They knocked out France. They had a little run in the World Cup, and that made quite a lot of uh, players' names around then. Yeah, it did. I, I'm thinking. I, I think he was part of that again. For all our Senegalese lis- listeners out there, if I've got that wrong, uh, we're sorry. Son, I'm pretty sure he was Nigerian. Or Cameroon. Well, I um, mean... Who knows, then? We're Cameroonians now, so let's talk about uh, Ron. I mean... Yeah, but let's... Like, Tommy, just ask the great, like, Abue. Is it Abue? Yeah, I mean, Abue was a right-back or a centre-mid. Um, I know I like chucking in uh, Arsenal like story there. He's a bit of um, a cult hero there, but... For a while, we had a tough time, and I was actually at a game. Um, it was against Wick, and um, I remember he came on in like the 65th minute, and he got subbed off about 15 minutes later, being booed off by his own fans. He was he was that bad in that little 15 minute spell, but I mean he he sort of recovered from that. But I I don't know Abue again. He's a cult hero over Arsenal, but he he won't he won't great player. He'd never be in with a shout of being one of the best. Uh, African players, African defenders over here. So I think we've dragged on with this too long because it's only ever going to be Laurent. I mean, he was so consistent for so many years. It got his time uh, got ruined a bit by injuries towards the end, but he won, he won double there. He won uh, so two league titles, partly invincible side. Um, he was pretty much undisputed right back for about four or five seasons. Um, and he was a good penalty taker as well. He, I don't think he, he took quite a few penalties for Arsenal. I don't think he ever missed one. So, yeah, he's a legend at the club. Um, so, I don't think there's anyone else that you can put close to him at right back. Good player. Spot on, Tom, to be honest. He went to West Ham after, didn't he? I think Arsenal made a bit of money there. No, he went to... Portsmouth. Yeah, he went to... Ah, Portsmouth, that's it. 
I knew it was a shit club. I want to say he won the FA Cup in Portsmouth, wasn't it? He, oh, really? didn't play, he didn't play in the final, but he was he was in the um, part of the squad. I think, again, he was injured just towards the end of his career. Always injured. Hmm. There we are. So, in he goes. Slipped in there. Um, Centre-halves. Centre-backs. Go on, Matty, you start this one. Well, for me, there was two names that will be cemented in, but I mean, there is a there is a couple others you can throw out there. So you you know you've got Chris Samba is a name I throw out there. Chris Samba. He um he was at Blackburn and he he basically made Black made Blackburn stay in the Premier League, didn't he? Mate, he was incredible when he was at Blackburn. They were like their defense was so good, but it weren't because of anyone else. It was just because of him. And then he was just so big and strong. He went away, didn't he, to Russia to earn a bit of some pennies and then come back with Cardiff, didn't he? We've run the ball to come back in there. And I was going to say he went to Turkey, but I think now you mentioned the money in Russia, it does sound, pretty it does sure. sound right. He was, yeah, he was good. And I, I think just on that note, like strong, athletic, I mean, Jaidi was the same. He was a, he was a, a, a towering centre-half as well. Um, and he, he he was phenomenal. Obviously, not in the same boat as the boys that we're probably going to mention in a bit, but they're all worth a mention, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, you got you know, you also look at like Joseph Yobu, who was at Everton. Yeah, always, got... you know, Everton, that team always were like seventh or sixth in the league, and he was part of that defence that was not phenomenal, but you know, a bit like Samba was was strong and consistent. Yeah, um, he partnered a few people. They always looked at a place when he wasn't playing. He, um, yeah, he's definitely, definitely a great player. Everton. Who did he partner at the back there? Was he Phil Jagielka before he moved on? No, it would have been just before. I think he was. He was with a uh, probably like big Dave Hibbert or something. Dave Hibbert, Tony Hibbert. Tony. Do you mean David Unsworth? Do you mean Do you mean David Weyer? I mean, a, a mix of all of them. <laughs> it's like a breed of every... Like, what I'm thinking, who, who is it? David Hibbert? <laughs> Did you just say Jonathan Hibbert? <laughs> of, of Gary Hibbert. Oh, Sliven Hibbert. <laughs> oh, that's the first time you've amalgamated a couple of people together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've enjoyed that a little bit, <laughs> a little bit too much. I mean, late Dan. If you if you look at his face, he's such a Dave, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Tom. I don't want to say now. There's not much. There's not much to say. There's not much to say at all on that. Good old, uh, <laughs> good old Phil Hibbert. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. But was was decent. Like I said, he, he, when he played, Everton looked better. Um, Mark Fish. Does anyone remember Mark Fish? South yeah. African centre half. Is he part of the Bolton side? Uh, Charlton. Charlton. Yeah, that's right, Charlton. Yeah, I do remember his name. Now you mentioned it. He had, um, yeah, he, he was he was very good as well. But I think there's only going to be a couple of names to have on there, isn't there? Uh, well, Colo Torre's in there, surely. Yeah. Didn't Arsenal sign for like, a, a, you know, under 50 grand and some Techly Tees or something. It was like, 
it was so like it's such a low fee it's just like a worthless fee or something and then yeah i mean the story <laughs> gets told a lot by um i mean ray parlor loves telling it he tells it on talk sport like once every couple of months but he sort of originally came on trial because arsenal had um arsenal had like a sort of link with a club um can't remember what the club was but he came over on trial and um he said, like, Torre's trying really, really hard in training. Um, he's just throwing himself about. And there was sort of a little bit of play uh, along the touchline near where Arsene Wenger was stood. And he's gone to tackle whoever it was. He's missed the tackle completely and just gone absolutely piling into Arsene Wenger. And this is before he's even signed a contract. He's nearly knocked Wenger out. But um, I think Wenger sort of took it as, do you know what? He's trying really hard here. He, he got Still his contract. And, yeah. <laughs> He was he was so successful not only for Arsenal but for City as well once he uh, once he moved on and even though he did move uh, even though he did move on still considered um, a legend over Arsenal. He went to Celtic for a bit, didn't he? I think did he go to Celtic? He played Celtic. He done, done the rounds after he was at Liverpool for a bit as well, but I mean he was well past it by the time he left City. Oh yeah, he was um, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He was actually brilliant and. Part part of the Ivory Coast side in the um in the World Cup as well, and like you say about people making their names, he made his name at Arsenal, didn't he? Like you say, he's a fan favourite there. Yeah. So uh, I mean, he he's a nailed on. Um, I've got one more name. Um, again, I mentioned Yobo, like Matty did Samba. I didn't come up with Samba, that was, but that was a good shout. Um, my last one, you're like this, Higo, Lucas Radaby or Radaby or Rad E B. Rad E B. Lucas Um, yeah, I've got him down. Obviously, he um, I didn't know, but he turned down a move to Man United. Um, and that's why he's a big co hero at Leeds. Obviously, because he played well, but he, he there was a bid for him probably just before the um, well, yeah, before the money, I say, but there was no money at Leeds. They. He turned down a move to United, so to Ferguson now and stayed at Leeds. You know, it took a bit of doing, especially with United being the club they were. I mean, yeah, he's, he's nailed on for me. To be fair, um, with with Torre, they were two names that come that come straight out. Um, he, he was superb in that Leeds side with a couple of other names. I think we'll, I'll mention later on, but you'd have to have him in your centre half as a centre half for your side, yeah. wouldn't you? That is a great back line. If you they were all in their prime, they would elite many, would they? No, not at all. I mean, it's there, there's more than just sort of just defend pure defending as well. Because I mean, you had Laron, who was he, he might have been one of the first. Well, I, I'll probably say this about a lot, but he was very good going forward as well. And Colo Torre, he was one of those players, even quite early on, like a centre back who not only could defend well, but he, he started playing it out of the back. Obviously, that whole Wenger ball style, he, he was part of that. So, yeah, very good back line. Yeah, I would rate that, definitely. Um, right, popping into the centre midfield where, honestly, <laughs> that's hard, isn't it? It is. But just before you sort of start, I mean, when I was going through the players, they're sort of, it's like a trend here, like, so many of these players, and they just seem to come out of Africa. They they produce world class defensive midfielders. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's their style of like the style of play that's brought into them nice and early, being strong and challenging and that. But they do, Tom. You're 100 percent right. 
I mean, so I've got so I've got two nailed ons and then another five potentials to battle it out for the last spot. Oh, out, of all, out of all of these, I've only got one who's actually attacking. The rest are all defensive. So, I mean, yeah, you're right, Tom. Look at the names I've got. That you know, they they are all really defensive midfielders. There's a couple yeah. of names in there, and I'm thinking you could probably say you maybe midfield, maybe attack, depending on what formation you play. But yeah, it could be a very strong midfield. Who um, you got? Say that again, mate. You cut out then. Who, who you got? Chuck your name out first, then. So I've got Alex Song. Yeah. No. Get him out. He's not no. in. Here go. I know, I get where you're coming from, but he had one unbelievable season where I think he, even from sort of playing a more, a deeper role, he, he put on about 15 assists for, for Van Persie and he got his move to Barcelona. I say, did that. he not get, then get a move to Barcelona from that? Yeah, We're not he, talking about Barcelona, otherwise you can get into the realms of Kevin Prince-Botang. I had a fantastic season, he pissed off to Italy. Um, he wasn't one of, I'm not saying he's a nailed on one, but... No, no, I'm not having it. To wrapped. Someone again, another person is like, oh, he's a brilliant ball player. We're not having him. We're not having Alex Song in. Thing is, you talk about Tarabs, he, he never done it in the Premier League. He was a good championship footballer. Very true. But then you Very and true. then you, you go along the lines of, oh, I don't know. He was part of that QPR side, wasn't he? That's. Yeah, but didn't really do it in the Premier League. Correct, but, all right, we'll, we'll move on anyway. Yep. Here goes. I knew you was getting this. You was going to get so upset about it. We want no. I'm I'm thinking of cancelling this podcast now. Right, Matty. Who else yeah, you got? Uh, Michael Essien. Yeah, he's one of my nailed ons. Um. So then, yeah, he was great when he he could do a job no matter where he played. And he he was a bit like Alex Song. He reminded me a bit of Roy Keane. Um. For what. <laughs> That he played centre defensive midfielder for so long, but then he had, you know, when they had like an injury crisis, you know, it had the same, but he could drop back into being a centre half and still do a job there. Still done a really good job. I think, I think he's yeah. done the same as well for United. When the defensive crisis happened in centre half, they Chelsea stuck Essien in, the, in there, and boy, did he do a good job. He did a great job, one. I think I remember him playing at right back once for Chelsea, and not only did he do a good job, but I think I remember him scoring a screamer. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal, wasn't it? He scored a screamer against Arsenal, but he, he, there was a few. I think he scored a couple of bangers. To be fair, I think that's all he scored. I don't think. I think he scored like three goals, and they were, they were bangers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Essien's uh, nailed on, but you were saying that you had two nailed on. Tom, I think I've got three nailed on, but just some people around him, but around um, around them. Well, if I tell if I tell you my other nailed on, I think you'll agree. I, I think he's probably one of the best. Um, best centre mids in the Premier League full stop just because yeah. of how versatile he was. Again, he could play loads of different positions and like his goal-scoring record from a sort of a sitting um, position is crazy and it's, it's Yaya Torre. Oh, I thought you were going to say Stephen Pina. No, I was going to say Ali Dyer, but never mind. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Victor Wanyama. <laughs> Wanyama was alright, wasn't he? At Saints anyway, but he's not on my list. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, Torres, my other one, who would yeah. be next to me and my other now, Don. Yeah, them two, for sure. Yeah, I think Torres is 100% now, Don. And if if you look at some of the other names we've thrown out there, whether you had Torres, Essie and Song, or you had Torres... We're not having Yara, Song, man. You'd always, you'd always have Essie, you'd always have Yaya Torres in there. Because it just was incredible. 
He just naturally just looked, it looked effortless at times for Torre, didn't it? Like in the edge of the box, you know, we're on top end, you just look like, you know, done it. This is boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. He made, he made, he did make stuff just look effortless, like you say. But uh, I don't know. He just he had so much to his game. I mean, for that time, I think you could call him the complete midfielder just because of the the work he could do defending and his whole work rate, um, the goals that he'd had as well. He, he was he was unbelievable, wasn't he? Yeah. At times, it just looked like he was putting no effort in at all. Yeah, he just glided round the pitch. Yeah, great player. Cool, so that Yaya and Essien in there. I mean, I've got one other name, and there might be a bit of an argument as to where you play this lad. JJ Kocha. He's my other one, man. JJ. Yeah. He, he's in there for me. Um, he, well, he was he was best as an attacking mid down the centre, and some of the stuff he could do with a ball. I know we we talk about that sort of mid two thousands Bolton team, early two thousands, mid two thousands Bolton team quite a lot, and. He was he was the heartbeat of it, wasn't he? And again, just he, he was a proper flair player, wasn't he? I watched some highlights of him last night on YouTube, and some of the stuff he did at his feet. And I, I want to say it was Laurent, but he just flicked the ball over his head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even before you get excited back then, because you knew all about JJ Koch, and you're probably half people thinking he'll, he'll never do it in the Premier League. He's too quick for him, you know. They'll be on him too quickly. They give him a bit of a challenge, but. He was exciting. He was brilliant, and he made that Bolton, like I said, made that Bolton team tick with some aging stars around him, like the Jorkoevs and that. He he made them tick. He made them tick. And that Bolton side was everyone's second favourite side in that time, wasn't it? Oh, Sam Allardyce like, had them playing not some not bad football, and it all, like you say, resolved around, revolved around a cotcher, and it was. Oh. Aging stars, like Ivan Campo, and that. It's just like it's crazy to think that these boys were playing at Bolton Wanderers. There's everyone's favourite second side, aren't they? Or not. Or not, as the case may be. So what are we saying then? Is JJ in? Yeah, to be fair, he has to be in. But I still want to chuck out a few like honourable mentions anyway. uh, I mean, there's been some good ones. I mean, again, uh, sort of John Ovi Mikel, he he was just consistent down the years. He he won outstanding. Jeremy was similar because uh, he was decent at Chelsea and Newcastle, like decent player. But again, I don't think he touches the ones that we got. One that could be a shout for the future, and I really, really rate him, is uh, Wilfred and Didi. Yeah, I looked at that name, and, I, and again, that's the re- reason I haven't stuck him in. Is I think he, he will be. I'm surprised no one's putting big bids in now. But yeah, indeed, he's uh, he's good. He's yeah, good. I'm one, sure. one more name to check out there. It might be a bit before your time, Tom, to be honest. Mark Vivian Foeing, or however you pronounce it. Oh, rest in peace, mate. Yeah, I always remember I was on, I was on holiday uh, in Spain with my family when, when he died. And I remember it being on all the papers and that. Because I think he was only on loan at City at that time, wasn't he, when he died? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. I think he, he um, yeah. He, he was a good player. The thing is, some things get tarnished in your brain, don't you, because of that. If you look back, and he was a great midfielder. Very, very good. For, that's a great shout, mate, because, yeah, he um, he does definitely does a, deserve a mention. And probably the early, early Essians, early Mikhail's that kid, wasn't he? So, even, he was, he was fantastic. I mean, same categories as Diop. Yeah. He was a good player. Diop was a good player. The Fridge. Yeah, he, um, 
Didn't he go to Juve after that? Did he, didn't he end up at Juve? Or he went somewhere really weird after? Not sure about that, but... I don't know playing at Juve, but... I don't... When he had Fulham and then Pompey and then... I'm pretty sure he went somewhere very strange. And I was like, oh, fair, fair play to him. So that's how we feel done, isn't it? Yeah, I can't argue with that. Essien, Toure and Okocha, and it's a nice balance as well. I mean, that's if you're going to play a midfield three, that's pretty much a perfectly balanced midfield three, in my opinion. Anyway, it's a great midfield three, I, isn't it? I had a couple of names just for for sort of um, for the the, the listeners is um, Hadji um, when he was at Coventry and Villa. Yep. He was um, not saying he's in any way, shape, or form the category of these other players, but. He helped Coventry, you know, season after season, stay in the Premier League, and the same with Hassan Kashul as well. He, uh, he, he, yeah, he played, he played, he played really well to, you know, just to keep that for the level. Do you know what I mean? Like Coventry sitting Saints to that level, probably these days, like the longest of Bournemouth and uh, Aston Villa, I suppose now. But they, um, they definitely did their did their time and done well. But not touching Tor Iesian or or a Kocha for sure. Look, lads, I'm not being funny, but we've gone into the centre midfield. What a side that is already! Yeah, great. Like I said, even we don't we don't really look for like a sort of balance in these teams. I mean, we'll, if they're good enough, we'll happily chuck three defensive or three attacking midfield players in. But that, like I said, that would be a perfect midfield three if you had to play a three. It's a great, it's a great team, and. This when this topic was mentioned to me uh, about coming on there, I, I just looked at it and thought, this is going to be really hard. But as the names were, were coming out, it was like the balance is there. You know, there's some, there's some world-class talent there, not just good Premier League players. There's some world-class talent on this on this pitch. So into the forward line then, well, I'm sure there is going to be a few arguments. <laughs> Mate, I've got a list so long, it's incredible. Yeah, I think... I think we all have. Um, Tom, throw us your nailed on, mate. Because a lot, um, a lot, a lot that we're throwing our nailed ons in there, and then talking about other lads that uh, that we know or, or remember. See, I, I've got two nailed ons, and then the last one is going to be battled out between four. <laughs> really difficult. I mean, no, no one can argue that Drogba's got to be in the side. Um, just for his goal-scoring record and what he done at Chelsea. Um, what a plan. Uh, yeah, there's no argument there. My other now, Don, and I don't know, at the moment it seems like one or the other with another African player, but my other now, Don, is uh, Mo Salah. Yeah, I mean... You can't disagree on, on his ability and what, what he's done since he's come to Liverpool. But just looking at some of the names I've got, I think as we're talking about a couple more in a minute, there could be an argument for any one of these to be a nailed on. Yeah, um, you're not wrong, mate. You're not wrong I'll, at all. I'm looking for this there. Yeah, I'll tell you my um, my other four and then you can chuck yours out. But, I mean, I, I, I probably do cover most most ground here. But, my obviously, like I said, my nailed ones were Drogba and Salah. My other four were two who are playing right now. So, Mane, obviously, like I say, there's a lot of debate. Mane or Salah better um i've just got Salah at the moment because he's been sort of playing at that top level a little bit longer um obamiyang again goal scoring record what? in it pretty oh, shit team. Forgot about him. he can't yeah, have him you can't have him in why 
because he, I don't think he becomes in the same level as Salah, as Salah and I don't. Even, them two are nowhere near Drogba yet. I just no, think he's, he, he's, so in, he's in a shit Arsenal side who are, are what tenth in the league. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's that's my argument. Like, say, yeah, but he, didn't even, he hasn't even scored in the last two games, has he? Yeah, but you talk about two games. Think about it. He's he's that he's in a side that's that poor, and he won Golden Boot last season. Imagine how many more goals he would score if he was in that Liverpool side. It's not you saying to me that Andrew Johnson, who, who, the Crystal Palace side, scored you know second in the top goal scorer charts for twenty. You know, it's just you're talking about great players here. And Abanyang isn't a great player. If you said oh, Abanyang, yeah. is... Abanyang isn't a great player. No, not in this side. It can't be. He, he hasn't. So you're saying you'd have Abanyang over Salah? Uh, no, not over Salah. But so I, that's I'd what talk... I mean about, about a great player is the geezer's come in. He's done what he's needed to do. He's he's won Champions Leagues. He's done this and that. He's got a title. But Banyang's just been a... He wants to just put Danny Ings in there. You know what? Side. He scored 15 goals. Well done. The way I think is, I was going to say something along them lines and mentioning Danny Ings. Um, but, he, yeah, he's a good striker. But he's a name I haven't even mentioned when you when some of the names come out. It's I, I agree with Tom from an Arsenal point of view. He's a great, he's a great striker. But he's not up there yet. But well, all I'm saying, I mean, all I'm saying is, Tom, just quickly, like he is a great player. But I think you know, what's the difference between him and Danny Ings at the moment? Saints are struggling, but Ings is playing well. But you wouldn't put him in a in an England eleven, would you? Well, look, I know, I know you struggle with your geography a bit and that here go. But I hate to break it to you, Danny Ings is an African. No, I know that. And what I'm saying is, if you were comparing and being like we're doing an England eleven, and you're saying that you know Ings, you know he's He's a good player. He's in a, yeah, he's in a shit Saints side, but he's got to be in the starting eleven for for an English eleven. You wouldn't do it, would you, mate? I can't believe you're trying to compare Ings to a Bamiyang. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think Ings is better, man. Oh anyway, <laughs> okay. My last, my last two, sharp, sharp. My last two were Kanu and Yakubu, but again, they don't really touch the other lot. Did you have Kanu and Yakubu? Yeah, I've got Yakubu down. But like you say, it doesn't really. It doesn't touch the other lot. But if you look back, you know, you go back to Salah. What Salah's done in the last the few years for Liverpool is great. But you look what Yakubu's done for the whole time he was in the Premier League. Yeah, never played for a top top team, and his goal scoring records class. More like a Banyan. Oh, here you go. Get over it. Mate, I've, got a couple <laughs> more, I've got a couple more names here for you, for you Tomo. Um, Tony Yaboa. Yeah. Okay, a, bit, a bit before my time, but I know Higo would have liked this one. because see him score so many bangers. But again, they're bangers. But he did score He did score good goals throughout as well. Because people say, oh, you know, Tony... I mean, playgrounds as well again, Matty. But, you know, you'd always try and... Do a Tony Yaboa, wouldn't you? Like on your knee and try and rattle it off the bar and to the goal. Some of these lads now try the old Beckham and Ronaldo free kicks, but the Tony Yaboa goals when he was scoring them for Leeds were fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matty, you say you say now like Beckham and Ronaldo free kicks, even that's a generation past yeah. now. You just got lads doing well, yeah, like, a Lingard dance or something now. Yeah, you're not wrong, mate. <laughs> doing a what, Tom? Like a Lingard dance. <laughs> 
It's fucking, you're not wrong, where are you? It's so true. Like, like I said, I I worked in um I worked in a school for a year and a bit, um secondary school, and Thank all you. the young kids like they they don't care anymore. They'll just do dances. Like I'll I'll be walking through the corridors, and there's just there's kids doing all Fortnite dances <laughs> and that. Got, like child himself, like they don't, they don't care. Like they don't want to be footballers anymore. They want to be, they, they just like people who seem big on the internet. So yeah, <laughs> dance is more important than bending one top bins now. <laughs> oh my, yeah, less said on that the better, really. Um, okay, a couple of names you're gonna throw out there was um, Martins. Um, Denver Bar, everyone loved Denver Bar, didn't they? Yeah. He's a he's a favourite of everyone's. Um Adebayor, I'm surprised didn't get a mention from you boys. I have got Adebayor on my list. I've still got a couple more names on there, but I'll, I'll let you finish yours. Um Carnu was obviously he won the bench a lot, didn't he? I think I thought Carnu was brilliant. Um but he won the bench for Arsenal a hell of a lot, but who did he score that hatty against? Who was that hat trick he scored? Yeah, when he scored one pretty much from uh, like the most acute angle you can imagine to from get the car out. park, wasn't it? He was in the car park and he scored. Yeah, it reminds me a lot though on the way he plays to, to a said Englishman. You know, the, his physique really awkward to defend just because of how tall he is. Who, who's who's that, mate? You, a bit you like talking Peter, about so tall? A bit like Peter Crouch. <laughs> Just so awkward. Just so awkward you know? Carney was probably 10 times the player, is it? Oh, yeah, definitely, 100%. But... And he was 10 times the age as well. Yeah. To be fair, like, Cardo, you have to hand it to him. He, he was he was winning FA Cups and Leagues when he was in his 60s. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and his passport still said he was 18. Try, try and do that now, mate. Bloody hell. Mate, Carnu, he fought in World War Two and was part of the Invincible <laughs> side. That's quality, man. That's quality. Um, okay. I have got a couple, couple more names for you. Here you go. You'll remember this one. Peter Unlove. What have you pulled out that Zimbabwean classic for? He was the first <laughs> African to play in the Premier League, mate. <laughs> Higo calls him a Zimbabwean classic. <laughs> the first you African you to... You, uh, Mark Higgins, what about Phil Mustinga, the the South African striker, the first South African striker to play in the Premier League? Has to have a mention. I've got nothing to add to that, Matt. Um, what about Ethan Okuku? There is there's the two more. Nigerian striker to play in the Premier League. It's just ruined me there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like just pressing leave, but as as near the end anyway, it's probably no need now. Uh, but yeah, two more names which were great players, but I think their time was come when they came to the Premier League was was George Ware, yeah, and Sam Weto. Tom, <laughs> I said it, didn't I? <laughs> it was coming. <laughs> I said it. So Matt, talk to me through Sam Weto. You've just killed me there, to be honest. No, you killed yourself. It's easy enough to do, mate. Um, yeah, I'm glad George Ware obviously come over to the Premier League. I think he was in the FA Cup final or played in the FA Cup final. 
won the FA um, Cup, mate, in 2006, 2007. Yeah, he was absolutely he was. terrible. <laughs> he wasn't great. He was over. terrible in that game. I think, no, he would have been way before. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. That just figure just come into my head for some random reason. 2000 v Villa, it must have been. He was awful. He was he was dog shit. Um, but obviously, some, some other mentions. Um, Canute, you, um, just, do you remember Canute, Tom? Yeah, I mean, Deville. yeah, West Ham and Spurs. Um, obviously, he was decent. Um, he, he scored a few goals over here, but he's, his career, it, it sort of, like you said, it took off after he went to Spain properly, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. It really did. It was a shame that he didn't really see, see that from, uh, uh, from, the West Ham and Spurs point of view. I remember a player called Samasi Abu. <laughs> and I remember, obviously, the West Ham fans obviously just boo all the way through the game when he touched the ball. And I think on match of the day, they had to, like, uh, it's an angel boo. Uh, they, they just chant boo. Like, they had to tell us what was going on. I'm like, yes, we, we understand that. That's his chant. And that's what you, they're you know, doing. That, um, that, that chant, it reminded me again, like, I'm well off topic here, but. Um... There was a player, I can't remember who he played for, but this is back in sort of League League Two, League One-ish. And he was, I think he might have been Rotherham, I might be wrong, but it was a player called Craig Peed. And his chant was, Pedo, Pedo. That's really, really close to the mark, Tom, on this show. Okay? Be careful. Sorry, mate. No, be careful there, mate. All right? Sorry, mate. After now, after that. But it's, it's funny because... Someone must have come up with that in the pub and thought this is genius. But he caught on. People I, were singing it all around the ground. But that's what I mean. They'd be like, this would be quick night, lad. A lot of banter here. We just start screaming pedo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he fucked it. Oh, no. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. This is not the right time or place. <laughs> Uh, no, I was going to go again, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. I've got, I've got to really refrain. No, please. Here you go. I've mentioned Auschwitz today. You <laughs> Just imagine you're in the ground and there's actually a paedophile taking a kid and everyone's trying to scream at, scream at the police. We're like, pedo, pedo, pedo. And you just, you just think they're charming. see someone sprinting out the exit in the 20th minute. <laughs> they're onto it. Wow. <laughs> oh, look, it's Gary Glitter at the ground. Pedo. So close to my mark. Um, okay. <laughs> the rest of the names I've got, I'm just going to scrub off now. <laughs> No one cares. <laughs> no one cares now. It's done. Yeah. It's not even a football chat anymore. <laughs> Penises, pedos, and weather. That's what the tag's going to be. Tax gonna be. Penises, pedos, and weather. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shut up, pig. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> He's trying to try to be professional. <laughs> He's trying to hobbles. Oh, I'm waiting for him to get back onto Alex's song. <laughs> back to Alex's song. Are we sure? We can't squeeze him in. Samuel Eto'o will write to me up top. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, 
Brilliant. Pedo. for two and a half minutes just laughed on our podcast <laughs> oh. Oh. no so forward line <laughs> Jogba <laughs> Jogba yeah Drogba <laughs> why uh, why why Renetto we're done job done <laughs> and a fan of Cuckoo just in case <laughs> oh Oh. No, right, so Drogba. Drogba Salamane. <laughs> it's, well, it's got a bit of Mares. We haven't spoken about Mares, but. There's <laughs> <laughs> one more name for you. This is it you go. Ben Jarney. That hasn't got, no, that hasn't got me going, mate. That's what we got, mate. Talking to Pedo, oh, <laughs> Mido, Mido, Mido. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? It was a dog just coming? <laughs> it's a cough. <laughs> it's a cough. You had to, you had to say what it was. Um. So yeah, I think Drogba, Salah. Uh, Mane probably be the front three. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to have your bar in there, but uh, yeah, I think Salah, Salah, and Mane um, and Drogba. <laughs> wow, nothing else to say. Can I just run through a team quickly because I can't. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, go on. All right, Gravelari goal, back line, Babiaro, Colo Torre, Lucas Radevi, Laurent, midfield three, Yaya Torre, and JJ Okocha, and the front three, Mo Salah, uh, Didier Drogba, and Sadio Mane. Yeah, uh, great side. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's been a pleasure. It's been a it's been enjoyable. Uh, great knowledge. Uh, big shout out to Neil Gregory uh, from Ipswich 9495, um, born in Africa. Have a nice weekend, lads, and I'll speak to you later. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye. <laughs> um.